people of the Central Michigan area, it's time for Spock Sports Show on 92.3 FM and AM 830 WMMI. Here is your source for mid-Michigan sports. He is the one and only Mr. Chris Spockman. Welcome on into another edition of Spock Sports Show here on Buck 92. All right, here how things are going to go. We're going to chat with my main man, Lane Ingram, from the Claire Pioneers after their big win over Shepard on Friday night. I was able to catch up with him in the postgame. I'm going to get that interview out there again, so be playing that in just a moment. Then we'll catch up with John Ross from this week in MHSA Sports. And in the second half of Spock Sports Show, going to run down where all of our local high school basketball teams are at once again and do another look-see ahead to the playoffs. And I'll start giving you some favorites for girls and boys basketball as we look at ahead to the playoffs in March. All right, let's get into that interview with Lane Ingram after the Shepard-Claire game on Friday night. Claire was victorious, 58-40. Chris Bachman now joined by Lane Ingram in the postgame, and I feel like you're not as intimidated by me because you've seen me a lot calling your brother's games and your sister's games, and I made the joke when I saw you after the San Marina against I've been waiting three, four years to call your basketball games, man. It's nice to see you out there, and how does it feel to be able to be out there playing? You've gone through a little trials and tribulations through your basketball career. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Definitely hasn't always gone the way I wanted to, but I got my family out there with me now and my boys, and we're killing it, so it feels real good. Yeah, you guys have now won 11 straight games, and the only thing I could really compare your guys' defense to is to the Sacred Heart girls basketball teams a few years ago when they just absolutely suffocated teams. You guys take people out of what they want to do completely with that 1-2-2 half-court trap, and what's it like having Alec at the front of that, man? It's real nice having Ali. It definitely takes a lot of stress off our shoulders. And, yeah, nobody has an answer for our defense. And nobody's ever seen anything like it. It's different. Can't let out all the secrets, though. But <laughs> it definitely works like a champ. It was one of those that after the Shepherd game, I actually, you had me thinking about it. I'm like, all right, do you bring four guys up to half court? How do you do How do you do? And then you got Wrecker and you've got uh, Haggard in the backdrop as well, who are very athletic as well. And then add you in there. After the last game, I just remember seeing you on the roster and it was like, Oh, oh boy, this is going to be a lot of trouble. I was talking with Carson Toko's dad. He says, might, might just be one of the best players in the Jack Pine immediately, and you've been showing that 19 points here tonight, five three-pointers. I know Logan Noah would be proud if they were both <laughs> listening. Sure. Uh, just a great game all around for you. And so what's it like being on the floor, finally having that team? You know, we always talk about kids waiting for their opportunities as a freshman, as a sophomore, as a junior. You're, you've had it a little bit different, whether it's been via an injury or a transfer and that. But yeah, was, how's sure. it feel to be out here your senior year performing, man? Man, it feels great to go out there with my boys every night and compete. And nobody wants it as bad as us. Nobody pushes as hard as we do in practice. Yeah, I just don't think there's anybody around here right now that can compete with us. Yeah, Al, I think Al's got to drive some of that as well. What yeah, I wrote, for sure. He's what a I, great leader. What I wrote down in the pregame was that Al is one of the strongest competitors I've ever seen, period. He's Doesn't the, matter where it is. He's one of the best athletes you'll ever see come through Claire High School. I agree All with around. you there. Yes. Yeah, great but, baseball player, great football player, great basketball player, great leader, great kid, great student. All around great kid. Yep, yep. And just uh, so... Guys have now won 11 straight. I know you got some big plans in your future, but what's it going to take for you guys to be as successful as you want to be? I think it's just going to take us keep coming with our heads up every day, keep pushing each other at practice, keep coming out and running teams off the court and having confidence and starting to get some of the respect that we deserve. So all right, all right. I think the, sky's the limit. All right, and the last question that I want to ask you, you and Noah play one-on-one -on, -one on the basketball court right now. Who, who wins? I've had the crown since my freshman year. <laughs> Lane Ingram, Claire High School. Are one of our, I guess I'm going to give the JNR engraving player of the game to you, Jacob, and Al.
Now, Jacob had 19, you had 19, but he, he was the beneficiary of a couple nice dimes from me out there tonight. But anytime I watch Claire and I don't pick Al as the player of the game or part of it, I almost feel bad because, like I said, the effort that he brings is you just got, absolutely unbelievable. discussion every night. <laughs> All right, Lane, thanks so much for joining Thank us. You. It's going to wrap things up here on the postgame show. We'll be back with you with more high school loops next week on Buck 92. Another big, big thank you to Lane Ingram, one of the senior stars, taking some time to chat with me with the Claire Pioneers. Eight seniors on that team. They have now won 11 straight ball games. only lost their opener to Elma, and Lane was not on the team then. So this this team is very, very dangerous going forward. Take on Rudyard tomorrow will be one of the biggest games in the state up in Claire. Time to get into this week in MHSA Sports with John Ross here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back in the second half, we'll run down where all of our local high school basketball teams are at. Take another look-see ahead at playoffs as those playoff matchups just waiting for them to come out. Could be any day before they put the seedings out for our local high school basketball teams. And yeah, we'll talk a little bit of Super Bowl stuff as well. Here's this week in MHSA Sports with John Ross. It's time to start thinking about playoff brackets for winter sports, and the running community loses a huge advocate. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan's Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Welcome to February and the home stretch of our winter sports regular seasons and start of our postseason tournaments. Boys and girls basketball will again seed the top two teams in each district, using the Michigan Power Rating, or MPR. For hockey, the top two teams in each regional will be seeded using MPR. This process was used for the first time in hockey during last year's postseason. MPR updates in real time, and you can search by the entire state, by division, or even within a specific district for basketball or regional for hockey. You can also see how each team's MPR was calculated by clicking on that team's name. The top-seeded teams will be placed on opposite sides of the bracket, allowing for a potential matchup of top seeds in the district final for basketball or regional final for hockey. You can always check the live MPR table for each sport by going to mhsaa.com MPR. The hockey bracket will be announced on Sunday, February 13th, the girls' basketball bracket on Sunday, February 20th, and the boys' bracket one week after that on Sunday, February 27th. For tournament dates and locations, check out MHSAA.com. Game balls this week go to Detroit Denby's Amanda Stewart. She hit a game-winning three-pointer with just 12 seconds left and a 43-41 win over Detroit Mumford. The win moves Denby to 8-3 overall and 4-2 in the Public School League Blue Division. Birmingham United's Ben Catlin, the hockey forward, scored twice in a 5-2 win over the M1 Griffins. The win moves United to 13-3-1 overall and gives them a great shot at winning the OAA Red Conference. And to Petoskey wrestler Trevor Swiss. The junior earned a first place finish in the Northern Michigan Championships, beating Oscoda's Anthony Ward in the title match. Swiss is now 32-1 this year. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our 
Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. When watching a college or NBA game, the last two minutes of the game can seem like it takes forever, especially in recent years where more and more judgment calls made by officials are subject to instant replay. At the high school level, video is not used to make a ruling or confirm or overturn a call made during the course of the contest. The only time video review is used in basketball at the high school level is at the MHSAA semi and final games. In these games, video review can be used only to determine if a shot was released in time at the end of the fourth quarter or overtime, or if that shot was a two-point or three-point field goal attempt. MHSAA believes that this very limited use of replay in these games, the very end of the tournament series in boys and girls basketball, is the right call. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the list of people who helped advance high school cross country and track and field in Michigan, Charlie Janke's name is certainly on it up near the top. He was the track and cross country coach at Jackson High starting in 1966 up until 1990 in track in 2003 in cross country, but he still stayed connected to the sports. Janke was a member of the Michigan Interscholastic Track Coaches Association, and he was inducted into their Hall of Fame and the Michigan High School Coaches Association Hall of Fame. The cross-country course at Ellis Sharp Park in Jackson is named for Janke. Unfortunately, Charlie Janke passed away on December 30th at the age of 85. He was a native of Detroit and attended Central Michigan to play football before getting into educational athletics. While he will certainly be missed, his presence in both track and cross-country will be felt for years to come, especially in the Jackson area. Read more about Charlie at secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. All right, time for a break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, we'll take a deep dive into what's going down with high school playoffs for our mid-Michigan basketball teams. You're listening to Spock Sports Show, part of the Mid-Michigan Matters Hour on Buck 92. Okay, here are five important reasons why your son or daughter should play a high school sport. Number one. High school sports teach valuable life lessons like self-discipline, sportsmanship, and time management skills. Two. Teens who play a high school sport have better grade point averages and fewer disciplinary problems. Number three. High school sports help fight teen obesity and substance abuse. Here's number four. High school sports provide wholesome, constructive after-school activity, perfect for today's families. And number five. And high school sports are safer than ever before. Injury surveillance and research, better equipment, and the continuing education programs for coaches provided by state and national athletic associations have made high school sports safer than ever before. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Thanks for tuning in to Spock's Sports Show on WMMI. Welcome back on in to Spock Sports Show here on Buck 92. All right, first thing I want to talk about before we get into the high school sports stuff, Super Bowl obviously coming up. Matt Stafford, former Detroit Lions quarterback, is in it. But, oh, man, all the stuff that I'm seeing on Facebook, I get it that you're rooting for the guy, but holy moly, a lot of people seem to now be more Matt Stafford fans than Detroit Lions fans and 
I don't like that trend. Feels like the NBA and it's just, yeah, I don't like watching the NBA until the playoffs anymore. So there's my rant on what's going on on Facebook with the Super Bowl stuff. Happy Stafford is there, but there's so many people rooting for him that I'm just now kind of meh. Not, not a big deal if he wins or doesn't to me. And I am a fan of the guy, but I'm a much bigger fan of the Detroit Lions. And if he does win, just makes our franchise look even worse. And I guess, well, we talked a little Lions, well, not talking Lions, to draft coming up. Yeah, it's always the big news for us Detroit Lions fans. But a little bit more about the pro sports, the Red Wings, still hovering around that 500 mark, fifth place in the Atlantic Division. Still not a bad showing for the young team that we've got this year. I think there is a bright future ahead with Steve Eiserman now at the helm. Detroit Pistons in action today, actually kind of a matinee battle versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are in second to last place in the Eastern Conference at 12-40 and 40 on the year. Yeah, it's, it's been going to be a, well, it's going to continue to be a long year for the Detroit Pistons. And if baseball does happen, pitchers, catchers scheduled to report by Valentine's Day. I don't see that happening. All right, get back into local stuff. And here's how I'm going to break down things this week. I'm going to start with each school. We're going to talk about Sacred Heart. We'll talk about their boys team and their girls team, where they're at districts, and who I think is the favorite in that district. Hopefully I have the seeding within the next week or two. Sacred Heart boys basketball team got back on track this Friday with a big win over Merrill, 58-29. They're only 3-4 and four on the year. They've, they've scheduled to get some games in. We're not getting into all that stuff. And as district play goes, they will be in Coleman. The favorite in that district is going to be Breckenridge. The Huskies currently 9-3 on the year. They've already bested Sacred Heart Academy one time. They'll face up with them again on the 16th of February. We will have that call for you on Buck 92. Sacred Heart Academy girls basketball, they've been able to get a few more games underneath their belt. They're 8-4 on the season. Set a big win this past week, avenging their opening loss to Carson City Crystal. Beat them big on the road 40-19. They take on Breckenridge and Ashley along with Vesterberg next week. We will have that Vesterberg call for you. I'm making that trek so you don't have to. Their district, similar to the boys, are going to be in Coleman, and the favorite in that district is going to be the home team, Coleman. Caitlin Panachik, Miller, and the crew are 11-3 on the year and 9-1 in Mid-State Athletic Conference play. So that's what's going down with Sacred Heart Academy. Neither team this year a favorite to win their district, which is kind of a head-scratcher to me to think about, but Coleman has been great this year. We will have the Coleman Sacred Heart girls basketball game to close out our regular season on the 24th of February. That will be a huge game. Now I'll talk a little Beale City as we work from our, you know, smallest schools up to our biggest school in Mount Pleasant. The Beale City boys are 10-4 and four on the season. Just had a big win over Lake City. Tied for second place in the Highland Conference. Everybody looking up at undefeated McBain Northern Michigan Christian. McBain NMC is 13-0 and on the year. As far as the boys basketball districts goes, they're going to be in with Beaverton, Farwell, Pinconi, and Sanford Meridian. I will go ahead and call Beale City the favorite in that district. Beale City girls hoops a very, very young team. they got a couple freshmen up on varsity, and the freshman class has a chance to be really, really good in a couple years for these Lady Aggies. They're currently 2-12 on the year. Take on Houghton Lake and Leroy Pine River next week. Just to have a tough conference with McBain NMC, Lake City, and McBain. All really good this year in girls' high school hoops. And they're in a similar district with the boys. Favorite there is going to be Sanford Meridian with the outstanding freshman McLaughlin leading the way for the Lady Mustangs. Now continuing to slide up to Division 2. Our Class B, we've got our Shepherd Blue Jays and our Claire Pioneers. Actually not in the same district. Claire is going to be in Chip Hills with Gladwin, 
Olgama Heights, the host Chip Hills, and Standis Sterling. Talking with Coach Matt Alexander Friday night. Standis Sterling is outstanding. They're 12-1 on the year. Their only loss coming to Carlton, and Carlton's also 12-1 on the year. Not any common opponents between those two teams, but oh boy, I would love to be there for that Standis sterling Clare game. Most likely be in the district championship. But if I'm picking a favorite myself, I'm not betting against this Clare Pioneer team and that 1-2-2 half-court trap defense that I have been seeing. Shepherd Blue Jays, they will get the host districts. That is the good fortune for them. Bad fortune, they got the Elma Panthers in their district who are 10-2 on the season. The only team to beat the Clare Pioneers this year, but Lane Ingram was not on that Pioneer team. Elma's currently 10-2 on the year. They will be the favorite in that district. I left out the girls' teams. Part of me getting focused on what I saw Friday night. Claire girls are 7-7 seven and seven on the year with a big win over Shepard. Similar to the boys, Standis Sterling going to be the favorite in their district. The Standis Sterling girls are 11-3 and three on the season. As far as the Shepard girls basketball team goes, they are 5-9 and nine on the season. And similar to the Claire girls, they're going to have a tough draw in district play with Belding in their district, and they are 12-1 and one on the season. So now that leaves the Mount Pleasant Oiler girls and boys to talk about. Boys basketball team is 10-2 and two on the year, and they still got a ton of talent, don't get me twisted, but just really impressed with what Coach Dan Shell has done with this group of kids this year. They just bested Davison 75-58, had their game with Midland earlier this week as well. They were down 32-24 going into the fourth quarter, ended up winning that one 43-37. They've put up 91 time this year. They've put up 82, a very fun team to watch. They're on the road for their next three games at St. John's, at Saginaw High, and at Saginaw Heritage. Those will be big tests. We'll catch up with them again when they host Midland Dow on the 18th of February. And as far as district play goes, they're with Bay City Central, Bay City Western, and the two Midland schools. They are definitely the favorite in that district, but watch out for Midland High and Drew Berry, kids capable of putting up 40 on any night. Mount Pleasant girls basketball team, a very young 3-10 and 10 on the year. They take on St. John's this next week, and we will have that game for you on Buck 92. The loss of host Saginaw and Saginaw Heritage, the opposite schedule of the Mount Pleasant boys. And looking at their district, it's the same matchup, the two Bay Cities and the two Midlands. And Midland Dow is going to be the big favorite in that district. They're 7-0 in conference play and 13-1 and overall. So there's a quick rundown of where all of our five ultra-local teams are at. And as far as district favorites go, I mean, the Beale City boys, the Clare boys, the Mount Pleasant boys all have a really good chance to win districts. It's going to be a little bit tougher for our girls' side. Coleman's going to be the favorite as they host the district with Sacred Art Academy, but don't count out Damon Brown, Melanie Scully, Maddie Munley, and those Irish girls. We'll see you next week here on Spock Sports Show, part of that Mid-Michigan Matters Hour on Buck 92, your home for high school sports in Mid-Michigan.